You're listening to a Big Finish production. Hello, sweetie. Sometimes I like to look back through my diary to remind myself to keep things in order. Sometimes I go all the way back to when I was first locked away in the storm cage. Back when the doctor was dead and spending his afterlife treating his assassin to dinner. This is the Big Finish podcast released on the 27th of January 2019. Welcome to a podcast packed with Big Finish goodness for you all. Oh, I'm Benji Clifford. I'm Nick Briggs, and together we'll be your guides through a world of audiobooks and audio drama, Doctor Who, my phone's making a bleeping noise, Blake Seven, Bleep Torchwood, Bleepterhoo, that sounds like the rude version, uh, Torchwood, The Prisoner, Survivors, Beneath Summerfield, loads of great stuff. And this week we're focusing on reviews of our latest releases with clips and trailers. Yes. That'll be along in just a minute. And then we'll randomly select a Big Finish release from our archives and give you 25% off its price. Just go to bigfinish.com forward slash offers forward slash V for Victor forward slash randomoid and enter the code BUCKUP, B-U-C-K-U-P, all capital letters, no punctuation, no messing. And our 15-minute drama tease will be The Diary of River Song, Series 5, The Bechdel Test by Jonathan Morris, and of course, starring Alex Kingston, as River Song. Hello, sweetie. Uh, Benji, just before we dive into the latest releases, what's been your favourite sound effect to create recently? Oh, actually, do you know what? I had some real fun um, the other day. Um, it's not out yet, but um, basically I had to... Uh, Is this sound effect a spoiler? <laughs> it could be a spoiler, but I'll say it in a way that, that it's not so spoilery. So right. I... Um, I had to say it with your hand over your mouth (laughs) and I loved it Um, no this one um, the the characters had to dismantle uh, a computer so to speak a machine and so what I did was I thought well I've got to do this properly haven't I because I don't like to cut corners Um, and so what I did was I I got uh, my computer oh he's gonna get it it's an old computer. This yeah. One. Uh, and I actually took the time to to take it apart and pulled the door off like that. Wow. And then took it like that and moved all stuff around and oh, that's good. shook it all about. And See, yeah, those really- of us who make sound effects, it's quite exciting when you... Have you cut your finger? Um, yeah, but it's all right. <laughs> That was the sound effect of Benji slicing his finger off. Um, yeah, it's great when the sound effect really lands like that, not the not the cutting thing. Uh, you know, and you think, oh, that's. I used to have all sorts of fantastic things that I unfortunately had to chuck out when I uh, moved out of the, the the big big finish office when we moved into that smaller one that we've got now in Garrick Street. Um, yeah, and I had a big I had a big um, metal filing cabinet drawer. Oh, they're always good for sound effects, the filing cabinets. Yeah, but this was the just draw on its own. Yeah. Do you need to go and put a plaster on? I'm going to get a plaster, but you carry on. Okay. Yeah, so, and I also had lots of rocks and things. This is, uh, this is, this is when Benji ended up with uh, Lockjaw. That's not even funny. I'm left on my own by the microphone and I start saying really tasteless things. 
I'm just trying to think of my favourite sound effect. I've done so many of them back in the day. Yeah, lots of rocks, very small rocks, and um, uh, also, uh, yes, I think one of my favourite things was uh, when I would listen to a scene and then do all the live foley as it went along. You know, so uh, I'm sort of, I've got all the uh, bits and pieces like drawers and plates and things all in front of me, and I'm ready. And as the characters mention them, I I act out the scene with them. I think those were some of the most exciting moments. And then also when you combine lots of effects you've recorded and process them through weird and wonderful digital filters and plugins, and turn you know ordinary things into things from outer space. I think I'm rather keen on um, recording bits of air conditioning. If you record air conditioning, you know, you put your put your. <laughs> just been going on and on. I just love the way I've come. Reminds me of that, um, you know, the life of Brian with that preacher. Oh, my phone's you know, ringing. Now, now I get to do it. I, I get to. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's it's Jason. I can't. Well, I'll answer the phone. Hold on. Hello, Jason. I'm in the middle of doing a, a podcast. Okay, give me a call after. Okay, bye, mate. Cheers. <laughs> he didn't sound very happy, did he? He's no. Just, he's just phoned to sack me. <laughs> I put right. him off. Right. <laughs> You're sacked. Uh, uh, phone me afterwards and I'll sack you. Anyway, so yes, uh, putting putting a recorder on, in, into sort of um, uh, uh, an air conditioning vent and then getting that noise and then fiddling around with reverbs and then a brilliant Ooh, yeah. background for uh, a spaceship or something. You know, fantastic noises, huh? Things like, yeah, yeah like uh, you get an air conditioning unit, turn, if you turn the pitch down or slow it down, you get that low sort of, well, I can't do the low, but you get that, that sound of what we associate with a, a spaceship, I always think. Yeah. Interesting, yeah, I cut, cut my hand on a, um, a microchip or whatever it was, like the big chipboard or whatever it was, uh, the yeah, graphics thing. Yeah, and it was a little spiky bit out of that, so some little transistor or something, I don't know. Interesting enough. All is good in the world, but I suffer for my art. That's that's yeah. the way. So you got a little exclusive. You didn't even you didn't even suffer while you were doing it for your art. You suffered demonstrating it for your art. I demonstrate for my aunt. I demonstrated for my aunt. Demonstrate oh, very for, nice, dear. For my aunt, um, I've got some great sound effects to do um, soon. I've got to record the sound of gingerbread. So I'm really excited for that mm. to eat lots of gingerbread. Um, so yeah, you'll, you'll probably see me at next big finish day, about five hundred pounds heavier. <laughs> with the, with <laughs> I the had to do it for addiction. the sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good fun, yeah. good fun. I'm unfortunately doing this. Uh, I'm doing this story called Invasion of the Cakes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, this one's called uh, in- Invasion of the Curry House. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, the sound's not right. I've had to go five times this week, and it still ain't doing it for me. <laughs> I'll try the know, Sugaloo I- next. <laughs> Sagaloo. Um, is that potato and spinach? Yes. With loads of oil. Far too much oil, if I'm honest. Be honest. Always be honest. Anyway, uh, time now for our latest releases. Uh, and I put we clips and <laughs> reviews, but I think I mean with clips and reviews. Concentrating mostly on Twitter reviews this week. And we start with the War Master, the Master of Callus. Tweeting, tweeting, tweeting. From Pete... Uh, from PA 
uh, that, that threw me off then because I'd already said the word from. Um, uh, that's found at, uh, at Pete from PA that was on the 10th of December. At Big Finish, uh, the War Master, the, the Master of Callus, <laughs> is brilliant, further establishing Sir Derek Jacobi's War Master as one of the most clever, insidious villains in the entire Hooniverse. It's an epic success. I have a call. I'm sorry? I have a call. Everyone loves fairy tales. Tales of simple, noble folk whose goodness just shines through no matter what. Citizens of Callus, good morning. This is your governor speaking. It looks as though it's going to be a beautiful day. This fairy story has them all. Armies, moats, treasure, wicked, wicked women, and, of course, plenty of good. Uh, Simon TK421 says uh, the War Master, Master of Callus, is chilling, dark, manipulative, manipulative, if I could say it, scary, and that's just Derek Jacobi. Love this format of four link stories. Bring on box set three if my nerves will take it. Well, M.A. Solko says, The War Master, the Master of Callus, broke my spirit and trampled on my <laughs> heart in the best possible way. I tweet a lot about good big finish plays, but this is an exceptional work. Really is uh, deserving of recognition. And uh, Symptom of the Universe uh, tweets, uh, Can I just say that Big Finish, the War Master 2, the Master of Callus, is awesome? As Derek Jacobi as the master, as you were, he says. As you were. As you were. Time now for the crash of UK 201. The day it happened. When what happened? The crash. But what has happened to Vicky? Uh, she's been sent back through her personal time to a point earlier in her life. It's one of the crew! A man called Bennett! He did it! He killed everyone! A stowaway? And a murderer! I had nothing to do with that man's death. And Santa Davy here says this year's run of Doctor Who early adventures from Big Finish goes out on a high with the crash of the UK 201. Maureen O'Brien and Peter Purvis, or Purvis underscore Peter, which you can find him on Twitter, are both superb. It's a privilege to enjoy new Stephen and Vicky stories so long after they were first in the TV series. The Hunting Ground. You don't look like any doctor I've ever known. You should get out more. And you are? Inspector Ursa Christian's daughter. You say you found the body? I did, poor chap. Yeah, from the formation of the crystals, Looks like he's been hit with an ice blaster. Thank you. Your voice has been identified and your code word verified. How may we help you today? My hunt in the Earthfound North District was disrupted. Local law enforcement is crawling all over the reserve. I paid for privacy. I was told that all red tape would be dealt with. Tom Howson tweets, The hunting ground from At Big Finish by AK Benedict is a wonderful adventure but is so much fun and apt for this time of year. An intriguing story performed by a brilliant cast and beautifully designed to bring it alive. A hugely fun story, but with an emotional center. Star Cops, series two. Just when we thought Mother Earth was a thing of the past. Command the Nathan Spring on the ISPF. 
Why would Mother Earth want to kill one of their own activists? Well, we've got Mr. Sunday here saying, all caught up with Star Cops and I'm absolutely loving it. Eight more seasons, please, at Big Finish, <laughs> at Richardson BF. Eight more? Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Just the eight. <laughs> Just Nick, the eight. Nick Ferraza says, uh, Star Cops, I'd never heard of the series when you first announced plans to continue it. But seeing as there were only a handful of episodes, and Nick's one of our uh, regular listeners, uh, I watched the whole TV series and loved it. Then I listened to your audios and thought they were even better. More, please. From the blue to the dark. It was inside his head again. Bernard Whittam had a feeling that it would be back. He had been waiting for it. In the stillness of the evening, he could hear a wheezing, groaning noise like somebody breathing down the back of his neck. Ah, yes, on the last day of work by Harry Draper, Duncan Wilson, good old Duncan, hello, uh, says, listen Horror to this Blakey story. Horror Blakey himself. Horror, yes. I hate you, Butler. <laughs> uh, listen to this story last night. Loved it. Nice idea. What if the policeman at the, at the start of an unearthly child... What a great ending. Brilliantly narrated by at Nicholas Briggs, who brought this touching tale to life. Thank you all. That spoils the ending. I will have blotted that out. Well, C. Rennie 1999 here says, I think this is one of the best Doctor Who stories I've listened to in a very long time. Beautiful written and acted to perfection. There we are. Lovely. Uh, also, Between the Pages says, Brilliant story. I hope uh, Harry Draper will write more for Big Finish in the future. As always, uh, at Briggs Nicholas did an amazing acting job. Thank you. And Sci-Fi Bulletin's review of The Last Day at Work says, Whilst Briggs doesn't deliver a pastiche of Troughton's Doctor in the same way that Fraser Hines has honed over the past decades, there's a definite distinct flavour of both travellers in his performance, particularly the way that the Doctor softens as he breaks bad news. New Short Trips producer is at the directorial helm with sound design from Richard Fox and there's a lovely unrushed feel about the way in which the story is told. Verdict, perhaps something of a sidestep, this is a worthy addition to the Big Finish canon. 8 out of 10. Still on the last day at work, uh, Miles Taylor says, uh, round of applause for the marvellous uh, Harry Draper. Such a lovely short story. I never saw that reveal coming near the end. A true love letter to the 60s. 60s who? Uh, let's have another from this chat, Big Finish. Go and listen right now. It's free to download on the Big Finish website. Here's a quote from the Who Shelves review of The Last Day at Work. Big Finish executive producer and actor Nicholas Briggs narrates. It's well known that he's got a versatile vocal range, but I'd never heard him take on the second Doctor or Jamie. Both get a decent rendering, uh, but it's definitely imitating Patrick Troughton, where Briggs seems to be having the most fun. I, right. I bet that's right, yeah. <laughs> I've had so much fun doing it. Jamie, all that stuff. <clears throat> and finally, Dan Strum, I don't know how to pronounce his name. John Strum, is it? John Strum? Strum. Dan Strum, how can I say it? I don't know. Shall I put it into Google and Go I'll, on, I'll yeah, goggle thanks, it and mate. see whether it sounds Go all right? Strum. Sjurstrom. 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 Hold on, here we go. Herstrom. What? Herstrom. Herstrom, yes. Herstrom. 
Dan Herstrom says, uh, the last day at work, the latest winner of Big Finish's Paul Sprague Memorial Short Trips Opportunity, a dark yet moving story with a brilliant, fresh take on something that's been part of the Doctor Who mythos since the very beginning. As long as you'll be okay. Have to be. I could go there on my own. I've come this far. All we've got to do is to warn them. Yes, of course. Ruth is going to use the phone lines to see if any other villagers have seen the army. If she can pin down their location, it'll be good to know exactly where they are. Or rather where one specific person is. If Robert's army is coming, it makes sense for him to send Peter to scope out the village. So yes, Survivors Series 8. First up here, we've got Guy Lambert. Hello, Guy. Uh, Brilliant chap, this guy. Um, This was brilliant, he says, at Big Finish. And Ploppy the dog, I hate reading that name out, that's really (laughs) weird, Uh, tweets, absolutely brilliant at Big Finish, Uh, Survivors Series 8, this dark and disturbing series, just gets better with each instalment. Jane Slavin's Robert, which is one of the episodes, is one of the highlights of the year. It was an amazing oh, episode. Actually. I love working on that that uh, story. I love I love everything about working on Survivors, but that story was just brilliant. I absolutely adored it. And there was a moment in there, um, I think, where he meets uh, the uh, our character in that, Robert Malcolm, meets a survivor of the Holocaust. And I'd just come back from um, visiting uh, Dachau, uh, over when I was in uh, Germany and so coming back and then working on that almost immediately afterwards uh, it was it was t- a totally strange experience but wow, it really yeah. really you know I felt so emotional uh, listening to that um, yeah hats, hats off to uh, to Jane for writing and performing that it was wonderful absolutely wonderful oh oui but of course your accent is very French. Oh, oh, do you mind if I drop it though, Chuck? Oh, <laughs> if that exhausts me keeping it up. <laughs> Doctor Who, Muse of Fire. Modelling for painters, eh? Me? What do you reckon? Who was this mysterious woman? I don't know. Was she young? Old? It's hard to say. There was something youthful about her. She was mischievous. She was glamorous too. She had this strange hat on and dark glasses. Oh yeah, blind was she? Yeah, cheers Ace. By the way, Professor's found some kind of mystery to investigate, so he's happy enough. There is wild time. So, we meet yet again. Muse of Fire, oh, another one of mine. Excellent more. Uh, and finally, let's zip back to the latest Iris Wild Time masterpiece by Paul Mars and featuring the seventh Doctor, Sylvester McCoy. Big Blue Boxes Review says the main and guest cast are on fine form thanks to some strong writing and tight direction with everyone seemingly wrapped up in the same joy that the audience will have listening to this. Musifier is a fantastic way to wrap the main range of Doctor Who audios up for 2018. One that promises to come back strong with January's Devil in the Mist. Well, you can, yes. You can tell if you're going by it. Uh, but for now, with Christmas and New Year's approaching, well, you see, this was tweeted a while ago, let's raise a glass of bubbly to our mad Auntie Iris. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that is it for the latest releases. Thanks for everybody that's reviewed, and we'll be rounding up the reviews with clips and trailers again in our 17th of Feb podcast. That's the plan, anyway. 
Time now for us to grab a moment with the Randomoid Selectatron. Uh, just before we give you a 15-minute drama tease of the Diary of River Song Series 5, The Bechdel Test by Jonathan Morris. So, what's Ran got to deliver? Well, Ran has pulled another one from the robotic hat that Ran wears. <laughs> this one here is number one, The War Doctor Series 1, only the monstrous well wow good good shout that's there, good let's have a listen to the trailer big finish we love stories the war doctor what, what's your name who, who are you uh, 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 yes it's, it's all right it's all right uh, you, 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 you can tell me who are you uh, no one. Always remember, in your hearts, the doctor. I fear the universe is a far more dangerous place without you. Uh, I'm afraid I'm dead. Didn't you know? If you want to give me anything, make it. Peace and quiet. Where are you? Hypocrites. The lot of you. Gordon, I'm This is it. Doctor. Don't call me that! Lock all weapons on target! You think I'm not a monster? Well, look at me now! Prepare for total extermination of the Time Lords! Look at me! See! See! I'm a monster now, aren't I? Doctor! Nobody of that name here! told you, the TARDIS! Now, go, go, go! No, 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 I'm coming with you! Don't be an idiot! I know the Daleks! I know them! The war has finally found me again. You're not a monster. 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 Only the Monstrous. The War Doctor. Volume 1. Oh, I could talk forever about working on that with uh, John Herbs. Fantastic. So we're going to give you 25% off that. Just go to bigfinish.com forward slash offers forward slash V for Victor forward slash randomoid and enter the code BUCKUP, B-U-C-K-U-P, all capital letters, nothing else. Got me? No spaces, no punctuation, no floral decorations. So yeah, there we, we are. We don't want those. Goodness, no. <laughs> Well, cheers, Ran. Always a pleasure. Thanks for doing what you do. Thanks for choosing what you choose. And I'm sure that people will be very pleased to be getting a nifty 25% off that one. So, time now for the first 15 minutes of The Diary of River Song, Series 5, The Bechdel Test, by Jonathan Morris, starring Alex Kingston as River Song. Sometimes I like to look back through my diary to remind myself to keep things in order. Sometimes I go all the way back to when I was first locked away in the storm cage. 
back when the doctor was dead and spending his afterlife treating his assassin to dinner. <laughs> Discreetly, of course. The first of my 12,000 consecutive life sentences. Oh, all those nights waiting up. The parties, the explosions, the fish. Only, it was never just him I had to keep track of. Sometimes I'd find myself removed from custody for entirely different reasons. You see, when you marry someone like the Doctor, you take on his baggage as well. Some kind of hotel porter? No, no. I am a cube. Oh, right. Ugh. Okay. Uh, three questions. Where am I? How did I get here? And what on earth did I have to drink last night? The Bechdel Institute. Galactic transporter. Information unavailable. I can perform a diagnostic scan of stomach contents and bloodstream. Oh, no, 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 no. No, that won't be necessary. Uh, where and what is uh, the Bechtel Institute? I bring refreshments. H2O. Oh. Oh, you couldn't whip up a double espresso by any chance. No, no. Only H2O. No, oh, okay. Maybe not a hotel. A health spa? Is that what this place is? I am not authorized to provide further information. Then kindly take me to somebody who is. That is why I am here. I am to escort you to the director. Then lead on, my little levitating biscuit tin. Lead on. But what are you for? What's your purpose, your function? To maintain your security. Like a bodyguard? I am to guard your body, yes, yes. From what? What do I need protecting from? My vortex manipulator. Where is it? I am not authorized to provide that information. Please step into the elevator. After you... <laughs> No, I'm not going anywhere until I start getting some answers. Ah! Oh, that 
sounds more like it. I am able to defend myself with non-lethal force. That shot wasn't defensive, it was a warning. So your concealed arms aren't for protection, they're for coercion. So if this is a health spa, it's a very strict one. Please, step into the elevator. Since you are so nicely, how can a girl refuse? Dr. Song. Come in, come in. I trust you slept well? Of course. But only to be expected when you've been given a pacification drug. I'm sorry? Oh, I recognize the aftertaste. I take it you're in charge? I have that honor. Then you can tell me why I was brought here and exactly what the Bechdel Institute is. Of course. But please, let us not stand on ceremony. Can I get you a tea or coffee? I prefer some answers. To the point. I shall endeavor to be equally succinct. You were brought here as publicity. Publicity? To enhance our reputation in the Incarceration Solutions Marketplace. Incarceration Solutions? Oh, this is a prison. But why move me here? I was already safely locked up in the highest security prison in the known universe. The Storm Cage facility. Oh, yes, yes. But I understand they take a somewhat laissez-faire approach to security. Or at least that's the impression given by your frequent uh, absences. Oh, I find they make the heart grow fonder. They're always so delighted when I come back. <laughs> I dare say. They even held a party once. There were balloons. What do I have to do with publicity? Well, that's just it. You have a certain reputation when it comes to spontaneous acts of personal liberation. The prison hasn't been built that can hold me. No, oh, <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. <sighs> prison. Do you mind if we use that in our promotion? Of course. All the more embarrassing when I do escape. Oh, you're welcome to try. In fact, we're rather banking on it. You want me to try to escape? Oh, yes. Because every time you fail, we'll help prove just how escape-proof we are. <laughs> the Bechtel Institute, the only prison that can hold Dr. River Song. And what if I don't play along? Well, I hardly think that is likely, but if you would prefer to sit in your cell, well, that's up to you. Even River Song knows when she is beaten. No, needs more work. How long am I to be kept here, then? Indefinitely. You are our most valued guest. So there are others? Oh, yes. A hundred or so of the most dangerous and unscrupulous criminal minds in this corner of the universe. I'm sure you'll get along. You have so much in common. Flattery will get you nowhere. <laughs> Although this is a prison, we aim to make your incarceration experience as comfortable as possible. Consider this a gilded cage. We like our songbirds to sing. One last question. My vortex manipulator. Ah, yes. I expect you want to know where it is. Oh, and I expect you're not going to tell me. It was placed inside a cube for safekeeping. An entirely automated process. Even I don't know which one. There are over a thousand cubes. You're welcome to try and find it. This is the dining hall. 
Multiple nutrition options are available. Oh, just bring the menu to my table and a bottle of your finest red. No, no. I am not authorized to bring liquid containers. May I join you? It's a free universe. You're new here, aren't you? Just arrived by Galactic Transporter. I was hoping one of you old lags might show me the ropes. It's all pretty straightforward. Dining hall, exercise hall, recreation hall. If you get lost, ask a cube. Hang on. I know you. You're River Song. The one they say can escape from anywhere. Well, you shouldn't believe everything you hear. Unless, of course, it's highly scandalous, in which case it's almost certainly true. So you're going to escape from here, then? Of course. But I'm not one to leave a party before I've had a chance to get to know my fellow guests. Zerelda Neinhardt, leader of the Resistance on Imali's world. Brace yourself. I have sworn that I will lay down my life to free the ancient marshlands from the Kazakhmak imperialists. You're a political prisoner. They daren't make me a martyr, so instead they brought me here. To rot. Uh, I thought you were here to punish the rest of us. What about you? Why are you here? I'm Dariel Cho, the sculptor. Unfairly persecuted due to my choice of artistic medium. Sorry, your artistic medium? People. She carves out people, kills them, and then puts them on display. As a form of personal expression. You murder people for art? I prefer to think of it as creative homicide. People should be grateful if I choose to use them as one of my pieces. At least then their lives will have had some meaning. And I thought I was a psychopath. Ooh, you know, looking at you, you would make a truly beautiful piece. I can see it now. The silenced song. Well, that's very kind of you, but I am infamously difficult to capture. Who are you? River Song. Now, let me guess. From your tattoos and body piercings, I'd say you were a warlord of the Sheppel Gravitine. Mm. I am Grandian Huel Alaskas of Corpus, the land of the Four Mountains. Well, near enough. What brought you here? I led my knights into glorious battle at Lork's Barrier. They were killed. I was denied that honor and brought here. You surrendered. The warlord of Balthazar never surrenders. All right, then. You ran away. Oh, you will die for this slur. Hit a nerve, have I? I will no, snap no, this is Zerelda, do you know the way to the docking bar? Yes, but... Then let's go. You really think you can escape? Well, you must think I stand a chance, or you wouldn't have come with me. I just want to see how far you get. We don't get much entertainment. Right, well, once we're in the docking bay, we still... Okay, back this way. We're trapped. Oh, nothing gets past you, does it? I can see why the Resistance made you leader. Both parties must submit or receive immediate punishment. Well, aren't you the charmer? Please step into your detention cell. Oh, 
house call from the director. I'm honored. To express my appreciation at your escape attempt. You didn't waste any time, did you? I'm just getting started. Please, be my guest. Literally and figuratively. As I said, the more attempts you make, the better. There is always room for improvement. Your wish is my command. I wouldn't struggle if I were you. I took a course in Venusian Aikido. All it would take would be for me to tighten my grip and... Yes, that was just a warning. Now, you're going to lead me to your office. You're going to make sure we're not bothered by any of your cubes on the way, or our acquaintance will come to a very abrupt end. All right, forward. But don't try anything. I don't think that will be necessary. What? Oh, no. Yes, that's right. Another one. Hello. What are you? Androids? Flesh? Clones? You tell me. Matter projection? A solid hologram. A solidogram. Generated by the Institute itself. Should one director be compromised, he can be instantaneously replaced with another, with all memories and motivations intact. A backup copy. So I'm afraid threatening my life is an act of sheer futility, because I am entirely dispensable. <laughs> what a shame. I was just beginning to like him. Tell me, how does it feel to be a computer-generated sock puppet? Marvellous. I do, of course, have operational autonomy. My intelligence may be artificial, but I am indistinguishable from a genuine living being. Even to the Institute's own internal security systems. Cube, kindly escort Dr. Song back to her cell. Hopefully, our next escape attempt will be a little more inspired. And if you fancy any hands dirty, this is the hydroponic centre. You grow your own food? The Institute is entirely self-sufficient. No food or materials can be brought in from outside. And as for fertiliser, we just use our Wait, own... Waste not want not. I get the idea. What about energy? Solar. All the energy comes from that sun. Do you recognise it? A blue supergiant. But no planets somewhere on the outer Centaurus arm at the edge of intergalactic space. Tala Otok. The most isolated system in the galaxy. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Yes. Don't forget to rate, no. review, yeah, no. yeah, and subscribe. Yes. You know, why not? Yes. Well, very good advice. <laughs>